It's time for Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. I'm extremely proud of Coach Saban, and we talk occasionally, and I just always tell him how much I appreciate what all he's done for the state of Alabama and, and the football team, and I tell you, his team is good. Somebody I was visiting with him at church on Sunday, and they said that they felt like that Alabama would take three teams and play them all in the same afternoon and beat all three of them. He just he felt like they were that good, and that's the way the, the general public feels. There's no quarterback like the one that they have. The defense is playing well. The receivers are extremely good. You just put it in the area, and they seem to be able to catch it. So that's a great combination. If you take good players at the world coach, that's a tough combination to beat. When we get a chance to interview the players from Alabama, you know, a lot of people can have a BS or a, a master's degree. When you talk to the players from Alabama, it's like they got a PhD in their position or how the scheme works. It's unbelievable the way they understand understand the game and they take that understanding and apply it. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good to be in game week trying to teach guys how to prepare for a game, getting guys to understand how to really get ready to play a game. It's not just physical on the field, but it's also mental. Quite a bit of mental between now and the game can eliminate a lot of errors in the game, help a guy go in the game with more confidence, better understanding of what he's supposed to do and go play fast and be able to sustain that and play with a lot of discipline for, you know, the entire game. I signed up for this and I got here to you know, give my all to this team and my brothers and then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ride this thing until the wheels fall off. I don't care if I'm hopping on one leg, which obviously I'm way better than just hopping on one leg. But like I said, man, it's going to take, especially knowing that this is my last time I can ever put on an Alabama uniform. I don't think people understand how much it means to me to, to put that uniform on and to put that crimson on. So it's going to take a lot to, to keep me from being out there, I promise. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Here's Tua stepping back. Low jump. Looks long. Throws. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Alabama. Devontae Smith. Touchdown. Alabama. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. Their fifth national championship in nine years. Their 17th overall. And for Coach Nick Saban, a career sixth championship, a number matched only by the legendary Paul Bear Bryant. Alabama is back as the champion of college football. Now, here's your host, Ryan Fowler. Like a beast in the jungle. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. Joe Namath, how are you, sir? Welcome into the game in (laughs) T-Town. Well, Ryan, thank you. Thanks for having me on, and I always enjoy talking with you and the folks in T-Town, of course. Joe, I want to spend some time, and I want to talk about when you begin to look and reflect on your life, and you begin, and I'm so glad that and thankful that you've decided uh, to put this in a book format, Joe Namath, all the way, My Life in Four Quarters, Joe, if you're out there talking to that reader, that reader that's going to buy the book in the next couple of days, what do you want them to take from this book? One of the big things, Ryan, is um, with the game, stressing to youngsters out there, people out there uh, all over the country, uh, we knew what it was like to be an underdog. There are a lot of underdogs in life, in everyday life. There are more underdogs uh, in our society than there are the the favorites, so to speak, and uh, I want uh, to emphasize to them what I emphasize to my family and their grandchildren. Uh, if we're fortunate to develop a passion for something, 
to not be deterred by uh, the odds on achieving it. You know, some people uh, say, oh, man, they're told they can't do something, and they, okay, I'll go do this then. With the, uh, who I wrote this book for, so to speak, for the underdogs and also the favorites, too, man, things happen in life, you know, to the underdogs and the favorites both. It isn't how we, how we get knocked down that matters. It's how we get back up. And uh, I know I've had a life uh, full of uh, highs and lows. And so uh, dealing with some of the lows and explaining uh, how I felt about them and how determination and help, getting help from others, uh, is very important and critical. One of the things, Ryan, I've seen in life in sports, certainly, and I, and I use it in the book, I say, look, uh, I've seen a lot of games uh, won and lost in that third and fourth quarter. So just because we're past halftime, just because we're at an age to where some people are even retiring, that doesn't mean that you stop growing. It doesn't mean that you uh, cease playing the, the game of life, you know. It means you want to keep going, keep making progress, and keep being productive. Kurnia Spinnett, welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope all is well, sir. I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you again for uh, coming on our show. And uh, let's provide an update. Uh, I know exactly a little bit of what you're up to, but I'd like for you to provide uh, the listeners maybe what you're doing these days. Well, actually, I'm I'm, I'm taking it easy. And I guess I'm kind of self-promoting myself in a sense uh, for the NFL, you know, Pro Football Hall, well, not NFL, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And um, my wife and my kids have been on me about making them, you know, having a voice about it. But uh, I've always been the player, you know, first and, and let my accent speak louder than my words. So it's kind of been hard, but, you know, here we are talking about it. Kind of walk us through the process of maybe that transition to – you, you look at your credentials, they speak for yourself, but you almost got to market yourself. I mean, for the Hall of Fame, and, you know, we watched that a couple of years ago with Kenny Stabler, and, you know, we tried to get yeah. behind him, and it, it was we, we wish that he would have got in prior to his passing. But, uh, you know, we tried to lay out the claim of why he deserved to be there. But you're laying out to claim. Well, why should Cornelius Bennett be a pro football Hall of Fame member? Well, again, you know, my actions, you know, speak for, for themselves. And, and uh you know, I've been out of the game now almost 19 years, and, and I think, you know, people just tend to forget. You know, everybody's so caught up on the modern-day guy. And, you know, social media, especially with social media being so prominent now, I mean, guys um, are almost Hall of Fame, in, in their mind, Hall of Fame worthy because of their social media status. Uh, status. And um, so, you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of, you know, who, you know, what have you done for me lately kind of thing. But if you look at my overall uh, body of work, it ranks right up there with anybody outside of the sacks, you know, which I never cared about, first of all, you know, and, and people always ask me, you know, how, how is it that you didn't, I thought you had over 100 sacks or whatever. No, but if you look at everything I did, you know, a, a sack to me uh, was just like any other player. I was supposed to do what I was supposed to do. And when I was pass rushing, I thought I was one of the best pass rushers, but I was asked to do so much more. And as far as versatility, I don't think that's ever been a player before or after me that has been as versatile as I was as a football player. And that's something, you know, I, I joke with Lawrence Taylor. I see him quite a bit. And I joke with him about, yeah, you were the, you know, you were the baddest of the baddest. But when, when the coach came to me and asked me, okay, we need you to, 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 to move over here and do this or do that in the middle of a game, there was nobody better at doing it than me, like I said before, since. 
As I open up today, you know, we have a lot of people that listen to this show and that I've been able to, to interact with over the years, and you build a lot of friendships. I know last night, about 8 o'clock, I uh, started looking at my Twitter account, and people started alerting me on Facebook and said, hey, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? And uh, it was a shooting with a Tuscaloosa police officer. And my, my heart, because I know a lot of those guys, I began to think about friends that I've got in that, in that uh, police officer, uh, Tuscaloosa police officer and uh, sheriff's office and, and people that, because we live in a local community, even though Tuscaloosa is over 100,000, it's a really tight-knit community. We've been through a lot together, and uh, we'll certainly get through this. But uh, we looked up at the news, and you see where a Tuscaloosa police officer was shot, and then you learn that um, it was a fatality. And that he, you know, he didn't didn't make it. That he didn't survive uh, fighting in the line of duty. And so I spent a lot of time in reflection. And I was listening last night to Mayor Walt Maddox. He said it. He said heroes come in many different forms. Tonight, one of our heroes has died in the line of duty. That's Mayor Maddox, our mayor uh, that we've been through a lot with uh, Mayor Maddox. And so I spent some time thinking about a young man who's forty years of age. I'm forty uh, one, so I've got him by a year. But I think about the service that they do in our community and wherever you may be. You know, right now we've got law enforcement officers that are under attack in this country. I never thought I'd say that. We do. Because nobody, it, not, not I say nobody, a lot of people don't respect the work that they do. When I clocked in today at 2 o'clock, I didn't have to call my wife and say goodbye for the final time, uh, the possibility of the final time. But yesterday, Dornell uh, Cosette, told his wife and daughter when he clocked in and probably didn't know. And unfortunately, it was the final day. And you think about heroes and the respect that we owe these guys. And I know a lot of people here in Tuscaloosa that are hurting in a lot of different ways uh, with the Tuscaloosa Police Department. A lot of those guys are our friends. They listen to us. They interact with us. We communicate. And uh, we're thinking about all those guys in that department that are connected with this young man. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. We're going to try to find a way to – to move because sports is an outlet. It gets us away from everyday life. It does. Uh, when I look back at Hurricane Katrina, which I'm going to talk to Mike about here in a couple of minutes, or the tornado that happened here in 2011, some way sports is a therapeutic way to get away from everyday life. We're going to talk about this today because I think it needs to be talked about. I'm not from Tuscaloosa, but we as Bama fans feel like it's our second home. Sure. And and I'm not going to hold a lot of time out of respect to callers that live there in Tuscaloosa where they can call in and have their voice today. So, and I'm also going to leave off my little funny at the end call. But always remember this, Ryan Fowler. Blue lives matter. God bless this family. And, and as far as me and my family go, we will be praying for all that's involved and no this great man. Go Tide. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, we'll continue. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon, sir. You're in the game. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I hope you are, too. Yeah. Uh, prayers go out to this guy and his family. Um, he provided the great service. Of course, you know, the, the military guys, which I'm a retired guy, um, we protect and serve just like he did. And this guy, from, from what I've read, was was really an outstanding guy. Didn't know him, but, uh, you know, it's sad for his daughter and his wife. Now, his daughter has to grow up the rest of her life without her father, and that that's tragic right there. Um, I don't know what we could do for him, but uh, I will pray for him. It's just emotional. Uh, it's heartfelt, 
and it's sad that it happens in our community, but you know it can happen anywhere. And uh, we just got to keep this guy's family in our in our prayers and in our hearts and uh, help them pull through it. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I know how we feel. I I know we we were we're a group of uh, seven or eight radio stations, and we were talking about it in the hallway a couple of minutes ago. We've got a uh, uh, an urban gospel station right here behind us. Uh, we've got an urban R and B uh, station right here, and uh, we've got a hip hop station, got a couple of country stations. We've got an alternative station. Uh, we've got Nick ninety seven five, which is a classic rock station. We were all talking about in the hallway. It's you feel. You feel like it hit home. You, you feel like that it just it, it's 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 kind of a challenge to do radio. And now now we talk about it as our standpoint. Okay, we're feeling this way. Could you imagine the pain, the police officers of TPD uh, of Northport, the, the sheriff's department, people who knew him directly? We, like I don't, I've never met this guy in my entire life, but I I, I can feel the, the sense of pain for him. Uh, and with his family. You know, I, I go off the air. Uh, we do it every single day uh, that I remind you that we call this program the game. The only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We also salute the brave men and women of police departments, firefighters, emergency personnel. You guys are incredible. We don't say thank you enough, but today, like today, we do say thank you, and we appreciate you guys. And hang in there. Uh, we're praying for the city of Tuscaloosa. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Alabama Tradition with Martin Houston and myself comes up in a couple of minutes. Big thanks to Jacob and all those guys behind the scenes. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow on the game.